I'm here with Professor Louise Arsenault. She's the ESRC Mental Health Leadership Fellow and also Prof at King's College London. And she's here at the launch of the Institute for Mental Health and the Centre for Human Brain Health in Birmingham talking about bullying. So, Louise, bullying and mental health, what's the the deal? Well, um, I think it's quite clear now that... um, Childhood bullying victimization is harmful for young children and for adolescents as well. I think that a um, few decades ago we had doubts about this, but now we have really kind of strong body of evidence saying that um, it is associated to children's mental health problems and it also leads to the development of mental health problems in um, children and in adolescents as well. So there's definitely a burden, uh, mental health burden for young kids when they, they are bullied. And there's various kind of bullying interventions that we've tested out in schools mm. and elsewhere over the last few years in research. Yep. We haven't really looked so much at the kind of broader societal impact. Mm. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? <clears throat> yes. So I think that um, you're absolutely right to point out the fact that we do have several really solid interventions, uh, anti-bullying um, policies and anti-bullying programs in trying to tackle bullying behaviours. Um, the thing is that evidence now kind of um, tends to show that these programs are effective but unlikely to completely eradicate bullying behavior. So my sense is that there will always be kind of victims of bullying. And from a mental health point of view, if you want to do something more or different, my sense is that we want to focus a bit more or in addition to the victims or the potential victims. So trying to prevent kids from getting bullied in the first place or building resilience on kids who didn't manage to kind of escape um, bullying. So we should be able to see a reduction in uh, mental health problems if we kind of um, tackle not just the bullying behaviors, but also if we focus on the victim and making sure that they don't develop mental health problems. So this may have an effect not only on the individual, young kids, um, and maybe their later mental health problems as they become an adult, but it may also have an impact on society. So our research showed that um, kids who get bullied as an adult, they're still more likely to use more mental health services, NHS. And we also kind of um, brought this finding to a different level and tried to kind of show that this has a price for society. You know, the fact that they're using more mental health services. So you can see that especially for women, this increase in mental health service use is associated for is associated with more kind of um, or increased costs for society. You know, so it's it's not just kind of saying this is a burden for the NHS and more pressure on staff. It also represent an increased costs. For men, it's much more associated with uh, employment. So they're less, they're more likely to have um, be on benefits or to be on sick leave. So there's a cost associated with being bullied in childhood for men, but more associated with employment. And you published a paper with Martin Knapp last year on the economic impact 
with bullying. Tell yeah. us a bit about the outcomes of that. Yeah. So we showed that there were individual costs and societal costs. So I talked about the um, societal costs um, that you can see in terms of employment, but also in terms of mental health service use. But if you look at um, the costs for the individuals, what we um, could see is that those participants who were bullied in childhood were less likely to have savings when they were adult and midlife, less likely to have saving and less likely to be um, homeowners. And it's interesting when you think of it that these indicators of wealth is not kind of um, instant uh, wealth. This is something that you have to have accumulated, isn't it? So it's not just that um, at midlife they don't have money. You know, if you don't own a, a house or a home um, uh, at age 50, probably you didn't manage to save, you know, and to accumulate, you know, kind of wealth throughout your life course. Um, so that's um, that is something to um, to be said in terms of a potential impact of um, bullying victimization in adulthood. And we're trying to kind of understand what are the mechanisms. You know, it's uh, we kind of talked about this I think before, saying that kids get victims um, of of bullying in childhood, and at age fifty you still see the impacts of it. And we need to understand what's going on, you know, in between, and that would provide us more target to be able to intervene and maybe be able to reverse the effect of being bullied in childhood. Let's broaden it out now. This meeting is all about youth mental health and neuroscience and brain health. Outside of your own field of research, what do you think is the most exciting area of mental health research going on at the moment that's going to have the biggest impact? So I think that the biggest impact that we may have in terms of mental health would be in the change um, from intervention to prevention. So I think that uh, people are starting to realise now that we could achieve so much more by preventing people from developing mental health problems. And we realize that we can do this many different ways. And I think, so I think that there's a greater recognition of the impact, the potential impact of preventing at the societal level if we use properly public health interventions. Um, And it's not to say that we should cut in intervention because this is also important. We have people who suffer from mental health problems and we need to be able to provide them with intervention and services. But I think that for the next generations, I think that we may see um, a great impact of prevention strategies that we could put in place now by being able to educate young children, by um, starting to uh, tackle stigma as well. Um, so th- I think that these are two very powerful ways to make a change when it comes to mental health in society. And I think that we need more research to be able to kind of support that, absolutely for sure. But from a society point of view, I think that we're seeing some kind of a change at the moment, which is exciting. Yeah. Always a pleasure talking to you. Good luck with the talk. Thank you. Thank you.